My mistress' eyes are nothing like the sun. Coral is far more red than her lips red. If snow be white, why then her breasts are done. If hairs be wise, black wires grow on her head. I've seen roses, damask red and white, but no such roses see I in her cheeks. And in some perfumes is there more delight than in the breath that from my mistress reeks. I love to hear her speak, yet well I know that music hath a far more pleasing sound. I grant I never saw a goddess go. My mistress, when she walks, treads on the ground. And yet by heaven, I think my love so rare, as any she belied with false compare. Welcome to Outside of a Dog's Sonnet Fortnight, where we discuss why Shakespeare's sonnets are actually really good. Hello and welcome to the next edition of our mini-episodes on Shakespeare's sonnets. And hello and welcome to Sonnet 130, or as we might call it, the Pickup Artist's Guide to Nagging Women. Jonas, is this the reason why you chose this poem? Because it's a guide on how to treat women with disrespect. Not really. I was not really familiar with Shakespeare's sonnets in detail before we decided to record these minisodes, and I was quite shocked by how vile the ones about the Dark Lady really get. I had only read this one in English class, and my teacher said, oh yeah, and he's really negative, he's really horrible about her. But actually, this is the nicest one of the bunch. And yeah, he says, yeah, you know, she has black wires instead of hair, and she treads on the ground, and she has bad breath, which is probably the worst for an Elizabethan. But then, in the heroic couplet, he turns it all around, and he has a conciliatory ending. And yet, by heaven, I think my love as rare as any she relied with false compare. Which, again, has a little dig at her, you know, but still, even though she's not perfect, he really likes her. The real criticism here is, I think, not really aimed at the Dark Lady, but rather, again, at the tradition of the sonnet. Usually, the beloved of the sonnet is compared, really, to all these things. There are famous sonnets, even from Shakespeare's time, where different parts of the body are kind of categorized compared to different valuable minerals and stones. And this is a kind of answer to that. And he says, well, it's not true, is it? It's just as much a lie and not able to replicate what my beloved really is, just as much as as you cannot compare the fair youth to Adonis because he's much more alive and beautiful than Adonis is. Here the comparison is more negative towards the beloved, but it is somehow also endearing that this is a real breathing woman who maybe has bad breath and maybe has hair that isn't perfectly falling on her shoulders. That makes his love for her all the more true, maybe, more realistic, certainly. And this is maybe a truer love poem than some of the others, even Shakespeare has written. I really love the line, my mistress, when she walks, treads on the ground. Me too. You can see this in a negative way, that she treads on the ground, and considering the context of how the dark lady seen, she maybe also treads on the poet. But on the other hand, well, she is on the ground. She's approachable. She is just like him. And that makes the love all the better. I always see this as sort of a companion piece to Sonnet 18, Shall I Compare Thee to a Summer's Day, with this criticism of the conventions of the sonnet. But this is the more realistic version, whereas with the Summer's Day he says, oh, you're even better 
than the summer's day. Here he says, yeah, of course she's not perfect. She's a real woman. What the fuck? And that was something I always really liked. I didn't realize how mean he is about her, really. So in isolation, I still really like this sonnet and still really think it is a beautiful expression of, yeah, you know, might not be perfect, but it is real and that is good. But in context, it's a bit troubling. Well, again, ambiguity, different attitudes, different points of view. And if there is something we can already summarize, then it's that. That sonnets, the view on love and the beloved are always more complex than just one view. This will actually be explicitly thematized and addressed in the next poem, Sonnet 144. So see you tomorrow. Thank you very much for listening. For more information, visit outsideofadogcast.com.